You know, one thing that I wanted to record, I thought about doing a quick video, but maybe we'll just do a, we'll touch on this today and see what comes out of it, is this idea of do your work in public, right? Mm. And Or show your work, right? And we have talked about this, that part of what, what I wanted to do with this podcast is to show the work while it's being done. And the work to me is this the inner work, the going deeper and deeper, taking off layers of myself, trying to understand myself better, experiencing things, and then exposing these experiences for any kind of wisdom, any kind of learning, any kind of truth that might be worth sharing with anyone. And usually the way that we always used to do content is I would do the same process basically for a long time and experience these things and tell these stories. And then when a story clicked, I would tell it again and I would tell it again. And eventually it was beautifully polished and I would Mm. click the record button and just create it. And so the first year of YouTube videos was so easy for me to do because I had so many stories. I had so much stuff that had happened to me and things that I knew how to share and tell. And then we started with this fucking podcast and we're going in a completely different direction. And it's all in real time. I'm talking about what happened to me today. I'm meandering in my mind. I'm, you know, not eloquent sometimes. Yeah, there's all these like dead ends that we get to where I go, huh, all right, I don't know where to go from here. And then we turn around and go on a different way. It's not polished at all. It's as raw as it can be. It's like when they record a 30-minute TV show, but the actual recorded material is like 10 hours and then they edit it down to the good moments. But here you get the full 10 hours. You get the full 10 hours, right? You. This is the hardcore version. You know, I, I couldn't agree more. You get unedited raw now. If you listen to this podcast for the next, I don't know, let's say three years nonstop, Mm. and then you see me on stage, give a talk, or you watch some video that's very popular that we do, or you read the book that I write, or whatever the fuck is going to happen, then or download the album, you're going to be like, oh, I get how all this, I've heard these little bits and pieces, I get... I was there when it was invented or created, uh, you know, at the inception, I've seen, and I know a lot that's not in here, so I have so much more context. But live while listening to it, the problem with raw, I mean, it's always easy to say, oh, we're going to go live. We're going to be raw. We're going to be, you know, super transparent. We're going to show our work. Or as they, Mm -hmm. in product development in SaaS, they have this thing now where everybody's like building in public, right? It's like we're building the product in public and sharing everything that is happening and that we're learning. And this is kind of the better way of doing it, the more honest way of doing it, a more exciting way of doing it. But raw is also more ugly at times, right? It's only more exciting and more awesome if everything you do, even raw in life, is awesome, Mm -hmm. right? When, you know, you make mistakes but find solutions and then share those solutions with people. That moment is dope. But when you make mistakes and you can't find solution and then you still can't find solution and then you still can't find a solution, is that really dope? Are you sharing then every day in public and are excited to tell everybody that you don't know how to fix this? right? Or how to find a solution to this. That's not as fun. It's also not as entertaining to watch. Yeah. Right? Nobody wants to watch a movie where the hero can't overcome the challenge and then can't overcome it and can't figure it out for years and years and years. Nobody wants to see that. Mm-hmm. We like a little bit of hardship, but then we want the relief and the release 
of the solution, you know, of yeah. you overcoming the problem and us being along for the ride. And I don't he's want not even like really struggling for all these years. Sometimes he's also making a sandwich, yeah. watching a movie, yeah. <laughs> ignoring the problem for a few months, getting back to trying a solution they already tried but had forgotten, and then repeating <laughs> the same, the same thing. Like it's not a beautiful galloping forward, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, and so. That's something that's easily forgotten when we talk about, ah, just share it in, in public and just, you know, build in public and share your work. And Yeah, but even everybody who's sharing their work, you edit what you share. Yeah, yeah. You do. And it's not that we don't, it's not that that's not true for this podcast. It's not like everything that's happening in my life is kind of live streamed here. Thank fucking God. I would never do that shit. But this is much further than I've ever been comfortable with. And that, at times, creates value that otherwise wouldn't have been created. Like, we've published um, everything we've published up until today on this podcast, every single episode, is something I would not, that would not, or most of it, I would assume, I, I don't know for sure, but I think more, pretty much all of it is not checking off my this is great content mm -hmm. meter, right? I would... I would not tell anybody, listen to this episode and you'll know what I can do. Like, you know, you'll get mm. the value yeah. I provide to people. It's not something I would, you put in your TV. <laughs> no, I would never fucking do that. If people were like, hey, can you send me one or two links of content you've created that gives me an idea of what kind of stuff you do? There would be no inner work podcast link in yeah. there right now. Yeah. There wouldn't. But still, a lot of people... And people I care about, especially, have reached out and told me, surprisingly at times, that this episode or that episode has really touched them, or they've learned something, or it made them think more deeply. Independently, if nobody had ever listened to anything we have recorded, I have learned a lot through, these, through the exercise of going through this process with you, right? And it's been fun and engaging and creative. Just like it feels almost honestly, the audience is still very small. I don't even know what the audience is that gives you a good idea. I don't check the download numbers. I don't really care at this point, but they're not that big. But even if it was zero, to me, it's, to me, it's two. It's like you and I, that's the project, right? And we are sharing it part because it's fun and why not? Part because there are people that benefit from it, which is dope, Right. And part to document the road in a way that we've never documented before, where you won't just see the end result. You and whoever wants to can either be along for the ride or maybe once they get the end result for people that will be curious, they'll be able to come back and consume and get bits and pieces of raw material if they want to dive deeper. And that's cool. But there's still many, many times that I'll listen to a recording and I'll have a moment of embarrassment, right? There are moments where I'm like, this shit is dope. This isn't even this bad. And I'm like listening to myself and thinking, Stelly's pretty motivating. I like listening to myself. I'm dope. Mm -hmm. And then 10 minutes later, I go, Jesus, now I've taken a left turn to nowhere land. And what is this? And I'm like, oh God, I'm like dragging on, doing creating these circles and circling around this thing, but not progressing. And I'm just, oh, wow. And then I have yeah. to really fight the urge to stop listening, yeah. right? Because I like listening to myself when I'm dope. 
I don't like listening to myself when uh -huh. I feel like I'm embarrassing, you know, uh -huh. or when I'm like ineloquent or when I am not getting to the point or when I don't make sense. And this as well, I've talked about this and taught this for years now. What's the best coach, sales coach ever? It's yourself. Record yourself and then listen to it. You don't even need to be a sales teacher. You will pick everything that's, that sucks about yourself. You will know when you're doing well and you will hear when you suck, right? We're our worst inner critics. Nobody criticizes ourselves better than we do. And so just listening to yourself is medicine for all your inner bullshit. You know, it's medicine. It's very humbling. It's very, very humbling. Because sometimes we record an episode and I think I'm straight fire, A to Z. I'm like, I was pretty good. And then when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, I was good in two spots, but I also was terrible, <laughs> terrible yeah. at this, you know, 10-minute mark or whatever. Yeah. And so with this podcast, because it's so much raw. Now, listen, most of the content that I've ever created before, especially all the startup and sales content, I never re-listened to that shit. Mm -hmm. Because why would I? I had told that story a million times already. It was just the million and first time that I recorded. I didn't need to hear what I said. But this podcast, I'm a listener to because yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Right? Discovering, discovering life. Yeah. I'm like figuring shit out here live on air. And then I listen to it to figure out what the fuck I thought I figured out to really figure it out, you know, or at least see and see who I am when I'm unedited, because that's what I am most of my life, right? Like most of my life is not me perfectly edited telling you a story for the first time. Some people get to know me this way, but most of the people and most of my life are, is an ongoing story and is more raw and life and me having discussions with loved ones and family and friends and team members, discussions that are more like this than my speeches on stage. Sometimes I have crystal clarity and I tell somebody, do ABC, motherfucker, and go. But oftentimes I have to brainstorm, discuss, and I'm unsure. My Most of my discussions with my co-founders are exactly like this podcast. They're like, this is a big problem. And now listen to me ramble circles around this for a couple of minutes. And then you point, a, throw a question in my way. And then I'll point. And, and sometimes I get to a, an amazing place. And sometimes we get nowhere. I had uh, four calls, three calls with Anthony in the last two weeks about a big deal we're working on. And the first time I was so uninspired and he really, he wanted the st stelling magic. And he was like, ah, oh, should we do this or that? I'm struggling with the terms and should it be this? And they said they want that and blah, blah, blah. And just my heart wasn't in it. I was just not interested in that conversation. And I was like, ah, dude, I don't know. I trust you, whatever you say. He's like, ah, I think we should do option A. I'm like, option A, option A sounds good to me. All right, let's just do that. Provided zero value. Second conversation, he brings up these things. And then I clearly saw one thing that was missing. And I'm like, wait a second. Do we know this important fact? Because if we don't know this fact, how do we even come up with the terms? How do we even know how to negotiate clearly? And then Anthony was like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. All right, I'll try. I'll hop on a call and we'll try to figure this out more. And then the next call he gave me, he's like, well, I had the call. And you know what's funny? He said this thing and then he said this other thing and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, almost as a joke, but half honest, I was like, wait a second. 
we completely misjudged his motivation. His personal motivation is this. Forget about the company. He wants this. What if we gave him this and then he signs this insanely beneficial term for us that from a company perspective, we don't know if they would do, but I think he would. And Anthony was like, uh, that's crazy, but I like it. I'm like, just try it. What, you know, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then he talks to the guy and the guy's like, yeah, I'm happy to do that. Now, but you cannot, that, you cannot say what it was. I cannot it? say the fucking details. <laughs> but let's just say it's worth a metric ton of money for us. Like yeah. it's just the, the 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 end result is we are gonna make a lot more money. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I had a moment of magic, but it took three calls. And maybe if you'd recorded that as a fucking podcast, it would have been like two and a half hours of talking yeah. to get to the magic. Yeah. This is what the fucking podcast is. There's a lot of fucking fluff to get to moments of magic, right? I, I, and this is also, this is what I can produce in real life. I can't, I'm not, I can't just have the perfect answer ready for anything. Now, when it comes to, when I j jump on a Q&A session like I did on the uh, YC startup webinar that we did last week, And it's a random group of Y Combinator founders and they throw their questions at me because those questions are all about starting a startup and they're about finding the right customers and selling and closing the deal and enterprise sales and negotiations and hiring sales reps and how to get to product market fit and how to find the ideal customer profile. Because it's questions I've answered a million times and I have a metric ton of experience in, that's easy to me. I'm, I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. Here are the answers to all those questions. Or at least pointers, ideas, stories, things to share, things to try. But if I had 50 founders on a call that are all running companies that are five times my size and they have questions about operations, you know, mm -hmm. I'm sure in a three-hour session, I would say two smart things, right? Yeah. One or two yeah. golden nuggets. in between. But it also would be a lot of fluff because I don't fucking know, right? And... I love this process partially also because at times it sucks so much, like because mm -hmm. it has taken us a long time. It was a long process. When we started with a podcast, the only thing that we had as a goal was let's make this not another to-do item. Let's be creative. Let's try new shit. Let's do a new thing. And then at some point the idea came up, maybe we should, publish this, although it's raw, although it's not perfect. And there was always emotional pain involved. Mm -hmm. With you, funny enough, with you always more than with me, right? Yeah. Uh, you're more sensitive towards that. But I think one step forward, you know, two steps forward, one step back, I've pushed and you've accepted and surrendered. And together we've moved in the direction where we started sharing more and more raw shit. Because you go back to the beginning of the podcast, I'm sure there's some like the 10 reasons how to negotiate or like some short episodes that were like very businessy or yeah, yeah. very kind of like me trying to put together some knowledge in eight minutes about something. And then over time, if you listen to the recordings, they go longer and they go broader. And eventually you're like, this is the, the last episode, the last few episodes and the first few there, they don't sound like they're same, the, are the same podcast at all. Mm -hmm. Which is exactly what we wanted, something that develops, that moves. We didn't want know where we wanted to go. And that's the shit that's dope about this, is that it is at times operating way out of the comfort zone. 
or out of the comfort zone that I have when it comes to content and sharing my life and sharing my stories and that I am an avid listener of this product. It's like I'm a, a consumer of my own product. When I was teaching people how to sell, I loved sharing all the things I learned with blood, sweat, and tears. I paid a big price and I, I devoted and dedicated a big portion of my life to acquiring these lessons. And so I loved sharing them with the world to benefit others. That was exciting to me. But I was not the consumer of that knowledge anymore. I was not interested in learning these lessons while I was teaching them. It's fun and cool right now because as I'm trying to learn these inner work lessons, as I'm exploring these different sides of myself, as I'm expanding my own horizon about who I am, I'm sharing that and then I'm listening to it because I'm still figuring it out. I'm still trying to figure out what is going on. It could also be the title of the podcast, What is Going On with Steli Effie? could have been <laughs> another title, you know. And so I love it. I love that we are sharing the work. I love that there's more raw material, but it does come with a price tag. There are moments where I'll promote an episode you know, and then I'll see maybe on Instagram or on Twitter and I'll see who likes it, right? Uh -huh. Or who's seen the promotion. And then uh -huh. I go, I know if this person actually listens yeah, to this, yeah, yeah. you know, I will not get away great uh, from their judgment. Like their judgment is going to strike me in ways that's going to mark me, right? They, their perception of me is going to change, probably not in the best way. At the same time, I mean, who cares? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to impress anybody. But the, I do have moments where, I'm like, ooh, okay, this mm -hmm. is not, this is not. Okay. It's almost like, uh, all, you know, all I had before was like an Instagram account where I was like super Photoshop and I was like the prettiest, sexiest version of an Instagram model you could mm -hmm. imagine. And yeah. now uh, everybody just gets the. 7 a.m. morning, no makeup, bad lighting, selfie. And I'm like, ooh, you know, uh, you know, it's not as flattering. I don't get away from this as nicely as I, you know, and I do like to look nice, you know, I do, as we all know, as you know, and I do like to uh, be brilliant, you know, come across as brilliant in my storytelling chops and be like sharp and crystal clear. So I hate all the things I love and I've cultivated in myself. I hate when I'm not. And on this podcast, oftentimes I'm not crystal clear. I'm not particularly eloquent. I'm not even making sense at times or I'm very wordy often. Just like, just keep going on and on. I've already made my point. You know, I just keep going and it just pains my soul when I hear that. But mm. it's that burning that is good medicine humbling it also sharpens my senses and start paying attention to certain things more again on like how do i communicate here what kind of style of storytelling do i use why did i not feel at ease with this idea and kept going so it's a it's a beautiful mirror and honestly like if this podcast continues to be as much fun as it's been in the last three four months for sure, especially the last two months, I would say, but three, four months for sure. 
for the next five years, and in five years we still have the same amount of listeners than today, I don't know if I give a shit. Like, I'm just going to continue this as much as is as, as fun as this, right? Okay. There's also a part where I feel like right now, so few listeners, and nobody really, nobody really gives a fuck, right? And I know there's some people who do, but we can just try crazy things and, and try things where we even think, like, man, this is, yeah, this not this, this is dumb, but let's just try it and play around with it, right? And I feel like this is uh, almost a luxury we, we are right now, not even yet fully capitalizing on something. Yeah, you you mean we should go crazier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we do have plans for getting. We do have some some interesting yeah. plans. We have some ideas yeah. of crazy shit, and we'll yeah. get to all of it. And you're right to some degree. The listenership is very small, and yes, you know, maybe every other episode, there's I get like two or three people to send me something about it, right? Which is beautiful, but that's so the noise is so low that yeah. we can be beautifully creative. Yeah. Now, if it was already the case that every episode would get me 200 emails. Yeah. It's more difficult. That, that makes it again work. And also it's harder to not be influenced that, you know, yeah. like <laughs> I do an episode about something and everybody's like, oh my God, this was the most fun. You're so amazing. This is great. And then I do something, an episode that I really, that I felt really passionate about and it's like crickets, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, all of a sudden there's a inner pressure of going, oh, maybe we should do more episodes of that other stuff that people like yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. versus Even now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I never, nobody yeah. else other than the two of us ever enters the equation of what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And even, even with clothes, right? I, I saw that where in the beginning, nobody was reading and nobody was caring. We could just do fun stuff or whatever, right? Uh, and then now if we do something with clothes and we do something with, huh, let's try this. And then there's seven different people from the team who are like, wait, wait what, what do you? And, and there's this and that. It's like such a overhead of kind of discussion and you know, also just public perception, right? Where it's like, okay, can't do that. That's which, which is part of the genius of what I admire about admired about Joe Rogan. You know what's funny and heartbreaking? I haven't, since he's been on Spotify, I haven't been listening anymore. Then again, I have, that's maybe not true. See? Correlation, causation, not the same thing. Because I've not just stopped listening to Joe Rogan. I haven't been listening to podcasts for a couple of months. None of them. And I've listened, I was an avid podcast listener. Listened to so many podcasts. So it might not be the Spotify thing, to be honest. But one thing I admire about Joe is how as he was ascending and becoming just more, and I mean, he was from day one famous, way more famous than me, right? But it's funny. It's kind of cute even to put it in, like he was way more famous than me. <laughs> I'm like really famous. He's like, ah, he was even more famous. Anyways, but the the, the beginning in like the last couple of years, it's, it's day and night. Like he's become one of the most famous people on earth. Right, And his podcast is the biggest podcast on earth. And with that, it means he probably has the largest audience of any person that is just talking. Right? Maybe musicians have a larger audience, but besides that, I don't know. And how much and how intelligently he – how he was very smart 
in putting things in place and continue to putting walls in place so that his rising fame and the rising popularity of his podcast would influence him as little as possible. Like that didn't just happen by mistake. Like he has been working on never thinking about it or thinking about it as little as humanly possible or pushing away anything that brings that up or that makes that penetrate his awareness. And still, when you're this famous, it will influence you. You will know. But I think that was part of his, his genius was that he, I do believe and buy the notion that for the longest period of time, and maybe still today, he was just doing what he wanted to do and he was not thinking about anybody else. Right? Is this going to be popular? Will people like this? What kind of stuff do people really like? Let's do more of that. That's difficult to do. It's very, very difficult to do. Anyways, let's do some crazy shit while very few but very special people are listening and continue to experiment with this. It's been very rewarding and I'm, I'm excited. The one thing I want us to keep on doing is to keep being uncomfortable at times. Like that's, a good, that's also a good signal. Like, do things where we're like unsure. If at some point we get into a quote-unquote groove where we're always certain that this is good and that we're always certain that we should be doing this exactly the way we're doing it and that we love everything we put out there, then we we probably took a, a left turn down. A bit harder, yeah. yeah, we took a left turn down comfort lane and ego lane and uh, we're not taking those roads less traveled that are a bit rockier, but maybe lead to more interesting places.